Well, the shortest journey from our heads to our hearts takes the longest time with faith, doesn't it? To know God's abiding presence means to experience it and to know it deep within. The God of the Old Testament made his presence known through creation, through burning bushes, pillar of fire. Um, He had the prophets like Isaiah, Deborah, and great leaders like Moses, Gideon, Elijah. Jesus was then God's physical presence in human form in his time here, being with his disciples, performing miracles, healing people, and just being with them. And today we have the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit, we can know God's abiding presence. And in that experience, faith moves from our head to our hearts, beyond traditions, beyond the mystery of the scriptures, and beyond church buildings. We come to know God. But what does that mean for our lives day to day? Well, firstly, the Holy Spirit helps us know who we are. We are children of God. In today's reading in chapter, uh, verse 14 of Romans chapter 8, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are called children of God. The Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship and to be his sons and daughters. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. I have a godson who was adopted at the age of three. He has a Down syndrome. And as we stood in the court and the judge declared his adoption, um, he was adopted as their son. But that's not how Joseph knows his adoption and that he's their child. He knows it because he lives with them, because they love him, because he's cared for by them, he's cheered on by them, he's picked up and he's hugged by them. It's what he lives that he knows he's adopted and he is their child. And no one messes with that. Jesus has an intimacy with God as son, a closeness beyond our understanding. And the Holy Spirit takes us right into that same place. He draws us into that relationship that we are his son or his daughter, And no one messes with that. We are that close to God. And the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. In verse 26, we do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Isn't that comforting? I think a lot of the time right now, we don't know what to pray. And yet the Spirit is constantly interceding for us. He knows what our needs are before we do, our deepest longings, our heart's desire. We are known and he prays for us. And through the spirit and getting identity through the spirit, we hear the voice that tells us who we are above the lies that we choose to listen to. You are my chosen one. I died for you because you are worth it. No failure is that bad. Your mistakes and your shame don't define you. And it's never too late to come back to me. And when we hear that voice, when we know that in our spirit, then we rise up knowing who we are. 
I am a child of God and nothing messes with that. Secondly, through the Holy Spirit, we experience the presence of God. The Holy Spirit is intoxicating. It's exhilarating. And the more we have, the more we want. The more we want, the more we seek and are open to the Holy Spirit working in our lives. And we get to the point that we don't care as long as he does. Now, there may be some ways the Holy Spirit works that you've seen or experienced that concern you. Um, and be comforted because at Pentecost, people thought they were drunk. And I love how Bishop Cyril of Jerusalem, who lived in 348, explains this. It is a sober intoxication of the spirit, a drunkenness that doesn't make one forget what they know, but rather brings understanding of things not known. God the Father is revealed to us through the Holy Spirit. He stretches the boundaries of love and we are intoxicated, refreshed, and our love for God knows no bounds. We radiate Jesus when we're touched by the Holy Spirit. Have you ever seen those people that you just, they just radiate Jesus. They just shine Jesus just by being. And it always delights me when I see it. And it's even better when you're praying for people to be filled with the Spirit and in their brokenness, in their pain, their faces change as they're filled. And they too radiate as they smile differently, as the load is lifted. It's beautiful. The Holy Spirit transforms us. And then he builds our character. Through the Spirit, we become who we are created to be. We are made in the likeness of Christ. And if you're like me, very often I can't find that person. And I wonder where they are. But when we choose to live in the abiding presence of God, then the Holy Spirit becomes part of who we are. And we start to change, not automatically, and sometimes we get it right and sometimes we get it wrong. But we are stirred from within to change. And the fruits of the Spirit become evident in our life. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That gentle prompting, um, we are not as we are created to be because of sin. And yet when there's that prompt, that little nudge from the Holy Spirit, and it says, love that person that everyone rejects. And before long, you're loving without realizing. We experience joy in the storm, joy in this lockdown, because we find those moments of blessing. We don't fear the virus because God brings us peace. And patience, yes, that's one I need a lot of work on in me. Um, but God shows us that his timing is perfect. And when temptation comes, well, then we need that self-control. And slowly as we respond to the Holy Spirit's promptings, these are established in our character. And we grow more in the likeness of God, the person we're created to be. 
And then the Holy Spirit brings us courage and it gives us courage to respond to the Lord's prompting and to step out. It's always great when we hear testimonies, isn't it? And we wonder, oh, I'd never be able to do that. How do they do that? Well, they don't, but the Holy Spirit in them does. It helps us step out and speak to the stranger, reach out to an estranged family member, maybe face a scary health diagnosis, to give up your job and pursue a calling, and even face death when the time comes. And that is only possible through the Holy Spirit. It is the only way we can endure, persevere, and do what looks like impossible things. And lastly, the Holy Spirit ensures we live with hope. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all, who hopes for what they already have. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, then we wait for it patiently. We have a sure and certain future, and no matter what happens, that is never taken from us. In our suffering, in lockdown, in those unexpected sideswipes of life, when the pain is too much, well, God does bring us through. And then he brings us through death to eternal life. We live day by day with hope. John is going to interview Mark um, after this. And I want to tell you, he lives and breathes hope, the Holy Spirit in him. The path may not be clear. We may not know how to do these things. But that's the great thing about faith. It's a risky business. We have to let go of control and give it to the Holy Spirit. God's abiding presence in us. Be intoxicated, take the risk, and when you do, you will want more. Amen.